0: Welcome back to the podcast, guys, of Meeson Medicine. It's your boy Nathan and Josh. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And, uh, of Meeson Medicine.
1: Back with another episode. We, like, just dropped the episode with last episode of Elise. At least in person, Elise. May she come back soon.
0: Yeah. Farewell, Elise. We love you. We miss you. But Come announcement back,
1: Tim. time. Announcement time. We just figured out how to do...
0: Announcements. We just figured out how to
1: do uh, host guests, like, virtually, so we don't have to, like, yeah, in the same room so and all Yeah, so, like, that. if any one of you so, want to
0: call in, all you have to do is download, download the, Anchor the
1: Anchor app. app. And, by Super the way, easy, there's going to be a sponsorship
0: segment later on in this episode for it, so follow that link stay tuned and uh download it it's completely free and then apple or android apple or android or computer and then for that matter. uh just ask us to um get you on the podcast and we'll, we'll get set it, it up so
1: first topic you and i are both trying to move out soon, right? Yeah, yeah. And of, like, the couple things, one of the things I've been trying to figure out, like, budgeting-wise is food. Uh-huh. And I spent, like, what was it, Saturday or no? It was Thursday at work. I just ignored everybody, and I just pondered how, like, I was going to save money on food, right? Yeah. And I basically came to the conclusion, if I just don't eat out ever, if I just go to Costco and get, like, enough food and stuff to make nice food, I could save a heck ton of money and make nice food myself. Like... Yeah. Like, we we, we eat out for the convenience. We don't eat out because it's nice. True. Very true. We eat out because we like it and it's quick, easy, and we get used to, like, oh, Mod's nice pizza, but make just as nice pizza if not if not better pizza yourself so i feel like once i've moved out i just need to like crack down on myself just not especially if i'm not working at chick-fil-a anymore i can't just like want a discount so i have no real reason to spend money at chick-fil-a occasionally it's not the end of the world but like
0: yeah something to think about is like if you work for Fred Meyer, I'm pretty sure you get like a thirty percent discount on everything in the store. There's
1: that, although I'm not
0: certain I'll be going to Fred Meyer, so. Which is nice. Right. You were thinking about doing the construction job, but you no. Know, on the topic of food, you know, I've thought about that a lot, and you know, it's really not that hard to not spend that much. Money on food. I mean. Especially if you're in a Costco. If you can. Well, like. For example. I can make a really, really nice beef stew. Yeah. And it'll be like 20 bucks. And it'll feed me for the entire week. Right. I mean, the two
1: of us, we have experience. Not everybody does. And so.
0: You know, I was raised, you know. In a homeschool family, you know. Being taught, you know. How to cook. And, you know. Like. Because. Yeah. There wasn't. You know, school lunch was... You made your own lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And... No, mom making sandwiches. And, I mean, they, yeah. you,
1: your parents did, right? Your mom did when you were younger. Well, like, like, when you, I was younger, when yeah. When you got but, old enough, you did it yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. and... Um, you know, now, frequently, my mom's like, oh, can you make dinner tonight? You know, <laughs> I'm feeling tired. And, yeah. Or something. And I okay you know
1: yeah I I actually look forward to making my own stuff like all the time so like right now I just make food basically when I feel like it yeah like it's casual
0: and and I definitely and and same thing you know I I look forward to it because you know my taste preferences are different than what my family likes if you're living alone with just a bunch of dudes I haven't had real gravy like you know like actual (laughs) Gravy, yeah. For like seven years, like the last time Your was at Prime just... Timer's luncheon. <laughs> Everything that they my just mom it, makes or they just don't is make it good. well, no, my family can't eat regular gravy, and yeah. so we make this like faux gravy with like cauliflower in it as a thickener, Ew. and it's like yeah, that's nasty. it it's anyhow, it's not real gravy anyhow, and so like. I'm excited to like, cause I actually like gravy, you know, on mashed potatoes yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, if I were living on my own, I can make you know mashed potatoes full of butter and make actual gravy and you know yeah. like enjoy yeah. it. And I mean, and yeah. and so you know, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it that it from that aspect, but also from the aspect of, you know being able to, like, control, you know, Everything. how much I eat and, and stuff like that, and, you know, like, um, another thing is, like, when I eat, you know, like, yeah. a lot of things is, like, oh, if my family wants to eat at yeah. five or something like that, but I'm busy or something like that, then mm-hmm. my option is basically to, you know not eat or eat out or like just have cold food when i get home yeah and you know kind of be nice to right
1: you know what i mean you know i get it yeah you're on your own each on your own schedule i mean as much as like a bunch of dudes living together is sort of like a family it's not we're not like eating together all at the same time yeah like we might occasionally like share food and stuff but like It's not like expected that we all sit down at the table it's more casual look forward to that
0: yeah yeah
1: but yeah also just like planning meals because like the way you save as you go to costco you buy a bag of buns instead of a one sandwich from chick-fil-a right that bag of buns feeds you for the week and you spend five bucks on the bag of buns instead of five bucks yeah. on a whole sandwich right you, yeah. you buy a five buck pack of meat of some sort right and some bread yeah. or whatever cheese and you've spent maybe 20 bucks and you fed yourself for the whole week
0: yeah
1: or at least for one meal and
0: you know costco doesn't have the Best deals on everything, food wise. I mean, you can get some really good deals at Fred Meyer and stuff like that with the right coupons. Yeah. And so that's another thing to think about is like.
1: Fred Meyer's all over. Like, if you're if there's not like good sales or good deals, then there's just aren't. But. Right. Costco's but, more just like bulk. You get a deep, yeah, good price for yeah, bulk.
0: Yeah.
1: But. also, how long can you like? Is the food yeah, going to go? Yeah, but but Costco the food makes money
0: some way. And they don't make. They make it
1: on the. They don't make
0: money on everything, and 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 here's the thing: is that some of their items aren't actually that much less expensive than if you bought them at like Fred Meyer, or where else? Well,
1: I know? heard that Costco. <sighs>
0: Costco has really good deals. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it's not on everything. You know, they can't afford to make really good deals on everything because that business model would just not make sense. I mean, you wouldn't be able to make money off of that. Because here's the thing, is you say, oh, well, they make money off of their memberships. Yeah, that's true, but you're not going to make, you know, enough money back in order to compensate for savings if you put savings on absolutely everything. The way that they make money is, oh, they put savings on like the high traffic items and get you to come into their store in order to buy, you know, your cuts of meat or whatever, you know, your water bottles, you know. And then you go in there and you go, oh, man, hey, there's a free sample here. Man, I try that. That tastes really good. Mm. I'll go buy that. I never had any intentions of ever buying that, but, you know, you hooked me in. So that's their business model, and, you know, it's worked out really well for them. And also, another part of their business model is upselling you for, you know, your memberships. Yeah. And, you know, trying to charge you for...
1: Darn Silas, making me get premium. Oh,
0: uh, man. You should get a
1: raise for that. Right, but, like, we calculated you have to spend some stupid amount of... You have
0: to spend six grand in a year at just, Costco just to alone. to And, like... To make that back. I don't know. if I don't think I could. Like I doubt, I highly uh, that just sounds awful. I mean, I don't even know if make that much. That's money. roughly five hundred dollars a month.
1: Which that's how much our. No, that's more, way more, way less than our family makes. We spend some food. Yeah, so your family probably spends like twice that much.
0: But my my family makes money off of buying stuff at Costco yeah ours does too um, another thing to think about is if you have the visa you get two you get refunds one. with the visa you yeah. get a, a visa refund and you also get a Costco refund my mom was talking to me about that the other day I didn't realize that
1: well you get 4% cash back
0: I, I know but um, well that's just on gas but um, um, okay. the visa is it's 4% for gas, 3% for restaurants right. and then 2% for Costco purchases but here's the thing is you get a refund from both Visa and Costco so you get two refunds for what for having for having a Visa card and, and stuff like that um, and a Costco membership
1: you mean perks or do you mean a refund refund Is in if I cancel it
0: no no like a return reimbursement yeah so 4% cash back yeah, yeah. Okay. On on gas purchases and two percent on you know. Okay, interesting. That's
1: that the tricky part well, is that that's a credit card, right? So yeah, it's a get, credit card. You have to get credit
0: cards. Well, you don't have to have a good credit score in order to get a credit card. You need to, you have, need to a have a good income. Score. Well, everyone has a credit score, Do you, you know. know? Um, if you have a social score. security number and you're over eighteen, you have a credit score. However, your credit score is really really low um, until you build it up. Yeah. It's not zero yeah. um, but All here's right. the thing is the way that you get your first credit card is you bank? know f- through having a high enough income so that you don't have to pay some out of the world interest rate on it you know If you have a high yeah. enough income then you'll qualify for pretty <coughs> much any credit card. Yeah, I know so, some
1: people that just like get a credit card through their bank and they just have it so they can build a credit score and they just Yeah and, get a and super small like allowance that, thing they set for themselves. That
0: is one way to do it. The danger of doing it that way um is that um a lot of those a lot of banks try to obviously they want to make money but um, downright predatory business practices with that with extremely high interest rates and some of them have like you have two weeks to pay it off you know and you know so sure they'll give you a credit card with a thousand dollar limit on it but say if you spend two hundred dollars on it you have two weeks to pay off that card otherwise you get started you get charged interest at like 30% a month yeah yeah and and while it's good if you are responsible enough and you know have the you know can remember to pay it off every month every two weeks you know it's yeah, great I, but I, that, I, if I, you forget once then all of a sudden you have an extra hundred dollars that you're having to shell out because you missed it by a day. That's exactly
1: why I've said I've never wanted to rent, I've never wanted to get credit ever. Yeah. But it's just at this point I've realized it is not realistic. Like I'm gonna have to rent. I'm gonna have to get a credit score.
0: And I mean And and the Costco credit card is actually really good comparative to other credit cards. mm. It's um
1: that's what I don't like understand. Like every yeah. month,
0: you know, it type thing, and um,
1: that's what I don't understand. Though, is to get a credit card, you need a credit score. And to get a credit score, you need a credit card. So, like, how do you?
0: No, I, not ne- not necessarily. Like I was saying, everybody has a credit score. Oh. Um,
1: do they? Or if do they you're just eighteen have a and blank... have a
0: social security number, you have a credit but score. But it's just blank though. So there's nothing. No. On. There's. But what is
1: it, like? Based on my social security, they can check my banking, and they can see what I've spent my money on. Is that my so, my credit score? Or is that
0: No, your credit score is a measure. It, it's kind of one of those imaginary numbers that the banking system in America has created. Um, in order to gauge how, I guess, trustworthy you are is a good... But how you know, do they
1: know if I've never had credit?
0: Well, they give you some to begin with. It's a very small amount, but you don't start out with zero. And like I was saying is that the way you get a credit card is you either have a high enough monthly income in order to qualify for um, a good credit card like um, Costco, regardless of what credit score you have. Um, and then, or you have a good enough credit score that you don't have to have a super high income in order to qualify for the Costco credit card. Um, Mm. so it's either, or, you know, you don't have to have a good credit score. Um, and you don't have to have a super high monthly income, but you have to have one of the two. And if you don't have either of them, then the way that you have to get it is... Fortunately, you have to go through your bank and sign up for the crappy credit card, like what Sam did, um, and then just have the, you know, mental fortitude and stuff like that in order to pay it off every two weeks or however you know, whatever that card's rate is. Until you build up enough of a credit in order to get a good card that you actually want to, you know, make large purchases on, like costco card mm-hmm. does that kind of make sense yeah mm-hmm. how did they calculate it i have no idea man <laughs> beats mm-hmm.
1: me it's just it's just so un- it's setting people up for failure well you're, you're I mean, a teenager that's, that's,
0: you're wanting to start yeah. living on your own well, well that's what it is that's why i was saying it's basically predatory marketing strategies because they just want. but it's to-
1: not just like banks it's like it's all of society society demands that you have a credit score before you rent with them because they want to know something about you they're not willing to give you a chance because like you gotta start at zero at some point someone's like someone is gonna rent i'm gonna rent from someone and i'm gonna be there like it's gonna be my first time renting and yeah they're gonna find out if I'm reliable and I'm gonna find out if I'm reliable. And like
0: And so that's one of the things is like not every place you know requires it and different places have yeah. different credit policies and different places have different you know interest rates and, and some you know apartments you know you don't have to have a credit card or anything like that. You know, they just have, well, I take that back. Most, I'm pretty sure most of them, you have to have a credit card. But you don't necessarily have to have a good credit score in order to um, get it. The reason why they have the credit card is so that they can keep charging you if you don't pay. Um... If that makes sense. Yeah, I know. It's and... just a
1: scam. But, yeah, it's completely pointless. Why would you... It's just a way of borrowing money so you can have money that you don't have and then pay it off later. And it's bank scam, a way of getting more money out of you because you pay interest. But yeah, now, even if you have the money, you're supposed to get a credit card so you can do certain stuff that society only lets you do if you have a credit card. And even if you pay it off on time you could still get charged interest in...
0: no well not legally well it depends on your card's policies exactly it all depends and so with with the crappy cards you know if you don't pay it off you know on time they have no grace period at all whereas an ice credit card you know you might have a week's grace period before they start you know racking up your interest rates and and stuff like that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so um, I had a really smart military instructor once um, in JROTC and his wife had a perfect credit score (laughs) and that's because and he had like an abysmal credit score Hmm. But because of her, he was able to, they were able to, you know, purchase the house and, and stuff like that at a super low interest rate. Um, hmm. Because she had the perfect credit score.
1: So, perfect score just never miss, always pay you things on time?
0: Yeah, at basically. All, all it takes. And it's the way that you get it is like you have to everything off on time for a certain number of years and stuff like that and then I think they also calculate like how much you've spent and stuff like that and that goes into the algorithm but the uh,
1: right.
0: yeah well I I was actually thinking I was like man I wonder if I can use a Costco visa to pay rent with. Why why would you do that? Well see here's the thing. If you have a Costco visa, then you get that cash back, sure. right? The more
1: money you spend on it the more. And
0: money. so if you're if I'm spending what, a thousand dollars or you know, less than that, you know yeah. I might spend six thousand a year on rent.
1: Yeah, well that's the thing you'd have to be able to be approved to spend that much
0: money on your Visa. Well, Visa doesn't have a limit. Okay. Costco Visa doesn't have a limit. Um, because Costco is in the that. bank, and yeah. so the way that they do their Visa card is that, well, you have to have a good. That's why I was saying is Costco is a good credit card because you know they they're not like a bank, you know that. You know, so you, so you, Costco is one of those cards that you have to have either a good credit score or a high enough income in order to qualify for it. You know, um, that's what I was talking about earlier. I think I mentioned that.
1: All right, enough about credit scores. What are our thoughts on toxic masculinity versus true chivalry?
0: In uh, what regards, like...
1: Well, quickly define toxic masculinity for me.
0: At least in your words. Like, toxic toxic masculinity is kind of like... I don't know, it's trying to act more manly or something like that in order to impress a girl, like, belittling other guys for, you know yeah Not specifically
1: belittling others yeah. making yourself seem better making in an yourself effort, seem more manly yeah, like in an that. effort to impress but which Impressive. sometimes works and sometimes no. doesn't
0: chivalry is like you know going out of your way to help another person i don't think that has to be towards a mm. female but is just you know opening the door it's like going out of your way to help someone with no expectation of them, yeah. you know, paying you back in return.
1: And a simp is someone who simply, and almost, well, not necessarily pointlessly, but throws away. I don't know. Throws all else away. I think that's what we determined. Like, puts what? puts away more meaningful things only to pursue something that something singular right like in yeah, a relationship standpoint somebody might like simp after a girl and they might and get rid like just yeah kind of
0: almost delete their past yeah, life exactly
1: and um, there could be like more extreme cases where just you're just simply just throwing money at someone you don't even know yeah. but it's just because you're like you're simping. no
0: something that i've also thought about with simping is like the idea behind marriage, right, is starting a new family, right. right? It's not like you're adding someone to your family, and it's not like you're joining someone else's family. You're starting a new family. Well, yeah, two people that, coming together.
1: And... Right? Right, yeah. Two
0: shall become one, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, you oftentimes leave that's not really what we see. We either see, like, the... You know, wife's family adopt the husband, or the husband's family adopt. Yeah. You know, you never, it's not, and and while they say, oh, yeah, we're starting a new life together. I haven't it, really. It goes back to, like, well, how dependent are you on them, you know, where are you, like, geographically located to them, you know. Yeah. All, everything else being equal, you know, what's the difference between the different relationship dynamics between the two families. Yeah, and there's
1: there's also, like, the... Obviously, yes, you're supposed to become your your own thing together, but, like, you're not start respawning. Like, you're not just throwing everything else out the window, okay? You're, I mean, you want to have people to be by your side when things get tough. And, like, through, like,
0: well, I mean, and your like, spouse is that person, you know, by your side.
1: Yes, but at the same time, you and your spouse might not always see eye to eye, and you might need, like, some a different opinion, right? It's not like you're always going to... Like, sure, you guys could pack up and leave and go somewhere, but if you have nobody to call to, like, help you do anything, help you move, just have
0: talk to well, and yeah. have different and, people and I don't think anyone's like saying that friends are bad or anything like that but yeah. I think it's just I, it's I a very I think that it, it's a different dynamic you know once you get married and, and stuff yeah. like that
1: and it's just its I just know it's, it's a very popular it just happens very easily where some couple gets married and they love each other so much just all great and wonderful but they kind of forget about everyone else that's cared about them before And because they've just kind of let everyone else go, everyone else kind of lets them go. And then when they need someone, they don't have anybody. And that's because they didn't stay connected. And I mean, yeah, I think there just should be a balance to...
0: Well, and and more along the lines of what I was talking about is, um, like, what's the difference, you know, between the two families and can you see a difference in the dynamic between the new, you know, couple and between the two other families, you know? Can you see... Than being closer to the wife's family than the husband's family, you know? Can you see? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and I think that, you know, you see that a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I almost think
0: like, with. You you talk about oh you know. Their family has adopted me or whatnot, you know, mm. or you know. Her family has, yeah. you know, adopted or...
1: I think family and friends are on a different scale. Because, like, sure, you're. I mean, unless things are really extreme, you're going to see your your family and your step-family, right? Your already extended family? What is it even step called? Step-family, yeah. Your step-family, right? Or, no, not step-family. Step family-in-law, right? Your in-laws. That's what it's called. Right? Because s- if your your spouse's parent is your parent-in-law. Yes. Not, s- not it, step. It, it's are yeah. well, kind of in.
0: Synom- synonymous. Well, sort Aren't of. I think,
1: I think it's more along the lines of in-laws because you're legally married to someone and so they become your parents-in-law, not step-parents because she might have step-parents. She doesn't have parents-in-law until she marries you. Right. right. So, but anyway, you're, you're, like, I think it's different, be- there's a different dynamic between your friends and your family, right? You're gonna want to distance yourself from your family to a certain degree because your family isn't parenting you anymore. They're not parenting right. your spouse. They're there to help you, hopefully, and to be a part of you guys, your life, right. but not, like, not always there, right? And it's similar right. with friends, but friends are, like, friends are the people, like, I don't know. I guess it's all personal. It depends on who you are. But, like, I've always imagined I'm going to, like, I, I mean this in the, in the nice way. I'm going to want to distance myself from my family when I get married, right? Because uh, yeah. I, I feel like,
0: I don't know. Well, well and, and that's the thing is, like, to a you're certain degree. You're not adding on to your family. You're yeah. starting a new family. Yeah. You know? And but that's the thing. I'm advocating
1: can, for, yes, starting a new family, but also not cutting all ties.
0: Well, no. And, and I think there's a balance that's needed to be found. And that's the tricky part. And the, uh... Because, like... I mean... It's
1: really easy to just leave on, onto your honeymoon start your life, have your honeymoon babies do everything and it's just you've just left everyone behind to clean up after your wedding <laughs> but like I don't know I guess we'll see once we're married and how we do it I still don't know 100% what I, what I believe about it all
0: what about marriage or relationships? We all know your opinion on relationships. What you do? I mean, you talked about it last episode. What did I say?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think I talked. We talked about like how relationships are work before marriage. Yeah. After yeah. marriage, it's a bit of. Oh, no, because yeah, because we're we're all before marriage, so we have our opinion, our very strong opinions on that. But it's harder to be like opinionated on how to do things after marriage because we don't know we're not married. Yeah. And f- yeah, few like good friends that we know are married, and, but they're good in there. So
0: we'll
1: see, Sam, old boy. Don't let us down.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean. You know. I don't. Hmm? I don't think much is going to change, honestly. You know, once he gets married, you know, from stuff now. Like that, from now.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't expect it to. I would. I mean, I would hope it. had like. We can keep this on the podcast, right? Yeah. But like, I, I would hope that it wouldn't be. As, like,
0: distant. But
1: I mean, he's moving to Texas. so There's nothing like we really help with that. But like, I would hope we would. Speaking of Texas,
0: (laughs) we have to think of something for a different topic. We have to think of something for a bachelor's party for him.
1: Well, that's the other thing. He doesn't want to do a bachelor's party. So, what are we gonna do about that?
0: Well, he said that his coming up here was his bachelor's party. You caught that, right?
1: Fat lie. Didn't do
0: anything. He said that that was his gift to us. Yeah,
1: he said we do a music video. He said a lot of things. Yeah, but no, but no. We we the need last to like the, if we're gonna be there for a couple of days or even just a day before, we have yeah. to do something. Okay? When the well,
0: yeah, brides getting we're not all, just going to right. go there and be slaves to them to set up their wedding. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> when the bride and is then, getting
1: ready for the wedding, the guys and then are see them partying for. With their I mean, historically
0: bro. how it typically works in America, is the I'm bride's family is responsible for the wedding. Right. And the reasoning behind that is um, because the man is seen as the provider of the family. Yeah, and exactly. so, She's
1: gonna take her He's going to take care of her for the rest of her life.
0: And, and so the bride's family is typically societally, you know, um, I guess obligated almost well not obligated more like you know what i mean like yeah, expect no, almost expected to but not like in a bad way more like it's just fair it, it's what the norm is you yeah. know um and just
1: on traditional family values
0: how unwoke <sighs> yeah anyway but but anyhow and so typically like the bride's family, you know, sets up the wedding and venue and stuff like that. And then the grooms, like, and the groomsmen, which, I guess we aren't even technically groomsmen anymore. Yeah, we thought. We thought. We thought we, <laughs> thought we were part of the wedding. <laughs> Didn't he say that? <laughs> that joke's that we on us. The See, I mean, yeah, part of the that's the,
1: Again, he said things. And
0: but now, it's,
1: yeah, I don't know. It, it's a small wedding, so we can't blame him. But at the same time, like, he just wants to be married.
0: That's fair. I hope we at least get some good food. Right? Stuff. That's honestly
1: all we're going for is just
0: get good food.
1: Oh my gosh. I
0: swear. If we it's need all... to bring down a tub of Nutella. Because he's not going to have Nutella there, man. I mean, yeah.
1: If we fly, we can't. But...
0: Yeah. We... yeah. Which we're probably going to do. Yeah. <sighs> Something about my dad.
1: How long is the flight? Can we the, watch, the flight like... is
0: about eight hours. Oh,
1: frick. We can watch a heck ton of movies.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, I was gonna be like, "Frick, it's gonna be like two hours, we're gonna watch nah, like, nothing, nah. and it's gonna be boring." It's like
0: eight hours, no, eight, eight hours,
1: we can watch like a whole
0: three, four solid movies. We can just w- watch man
1: or we could just watch all of Darman's videos. <laughs> all of Darman's <laughs> Scrappy. <laughs> By the end of, the we'll just plane, be we're like, gonna be so
0: tired. Gonna... So you see.
1: So you see. So you see, Sam. When you get married, you need to become togetherness. And...
0: Yeah, man. And like, yeah, wedding. Thank you, Dara fam. love you. Bachelors crash wedding. Thanks for checking that out What they did, merch.
1: you will never believe. Ending is shocking.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not clickbait.
0: Uh, my gosh. Yeah. That would be hilarious. What are we at? Okay,
1: we can wrap this up. Yeah. Solid episode.
0: Let us know if you're
1: bored by our topics at all, and please give us new ones. Yeah,
0: give us topics. We have no idea what to talk about. We always do these at
1: the middle of the night, so we're all super tired already, and we're trying to brainstorm. Josh
0: is tired. Well,
1: fine, I'm tired. Not like I'm going to go to bed, I'm just tired.
0: But yeah. Oh,
1: and... Oh, look, service announcement. I left my beanie somewhere, and I need it back. If you stole it, I'm going to take your appendix.
0: Yeah, well, he's going to have me take your appendix. Yeah, because he's a professional doctor. <laughs> no, that's the
1: scary part. I'm going to take it.
0: Oh, gosh. After he takes your appendix, <laughs> I'll fix you up. Anyhow.
1: Alrighty, enough.
0: Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks for uh, Listening. tuning in. And uh, let us know if you have any topics or want to be on the podcast. Yep. And we'll catch you guys later. New guest's coming soon. Yep.